and welcome back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I am Dave Dragon. <laughs> Dave Dragon, go Dave Dragon. That's all I remember. <gasps> oh yeah, the fist thing. But yeah. but there's like a whole theme song and that's all I remember it from it. Uh, that's the main that's the it's, main part. It's the main part, yeah. It's the main <laughs> idea. Um we are super excited to be chatting about Super excited. Super excited. I'm super excited about <laughs> this one, guys. Um Three ninjas this week, and this was my first viewing. This and was this your first viewing. Dalton's, what, 500th at this I, point? I wouldn't say I watch it that many times, but I have watched these films a lot. Yes. You you and your uh, sister es- grew up with this film, yeah, right? Especially growing up, I remember watching this a lot. Uh, whether we were renting them, whether we had the, or found them on just television and they were playing... We watched these every chance we could get. They were on TV? Yeah. What? Like what were HBO the... or Stars or something okay, like that. Okay. Gotcha. You know, they, they'd show them every now and then. Yeah. Uh, and we would watch them. Literally, every time I saw it on, I would watch it. Yeah. I can't believe that this was such a gap in my adolescence. Not even n- never having watched it, but also I had never heard of it. And I, this week I have asked people about it. Yeah. And no one knows what I'm talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> how does no one know about these? There's four of them. Right. And it does have a significant fan base because I was doing research on it this week and like was looking at the hashtags on Instagram. People still talk about it all the time. And it was just such, I just had no idea about it for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I don't know. So for those of y'all who are unfamiliar with this uh, franchise, there are four films uh, there's the Three Ninjas, which is the first one. There's Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, Three Ninjas Kick Back, and Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Which is, that that last one is a mouthful of a it title. Is. It is a lot. <laughs> um, um, they star, and you weren't a particular fan of this, and a lot of people will not be a particular fan of this, but throughout the films... The character, the, the the boys in this movie change. Yes, the three main brothers in these movies are just interchangeable, apparently, because the first two movies are the same boys, right? Yes, the first two movies star uh, Michael Trainer as Rocky, Max Elliott Slade as Colt, and Chad Power as Tum Tum. Right, so two movies, y'all. Two movies. They gave me two movies, and I fell in love with those three. And then... Oh, what happens in the third one? The third one, Max Elliott Slade returns as Colt. Right. So he's in three of the four. But then Sean Fox replaces Michael Trainer as Rocky. And J. Evan Bonifant uh, replaces Chad Power as Tum Tum. Right. And then... Then it happens again. <laughs> yes. In the fourth movie, all three boys are different. I can't um, believe it. Matthew... Bodichis plays Rocky, Michael Olasky II plays Colt, and James Paul Rosk II plays Tum Tum. Interesting. I just, and I th- I'm i pretty sure I said it after each casting change at the beginning of each movie, it's like the opening scene with the new kids, and I just go, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Because I, I don't know, I just like, I fell in love with the three original brothers, right? Because they gave me two movies together. For me to invest in them and fall in love with them. That's true. That's and true. then they changed it up on me and I said, okay, fine. 
I, I did. I think I did say at the end of the third movie, I was like, OK, that was still very good, even though they were different kids. I gave them I gave them some props. I was like, fine. I kind of invested in them, too. Then the fourth one, all three of them are different and they just are messing with our brains. I don't understand it. Yes, yes. It is uh it is a a especially watching them all back to back to back like we did. Yes. Um have you ever done that previously? I don't believe I have ever watched them all that quickly in succession before. Oh, wow. Uh, so the first movie came out in 1992, the second one in 93, the third in 94, and then the fourth one came out in 90, uh, 98, I believe. Which I feel like the gap between the third and fourth might be the reason why all three brothers had to be new. Because at, at that point, the oldest brother, Rocky, the, the first guy that played a Michael yeah. Trainer, would have been like 18 or 19. And right. they were still trying it to be like, this was just, you know, a couple of years. Right. And they still were like completing their training, etc. cetera. Yeah. Like- so, so the premise of these movies. So every summer, these three brothers go to their grandfather's house, who is uh, a, or was a Japanese ninja. Yes. And um, I don't think we said his name yet. His name. He is played by Victor Wong throughout all four movies. And actually, uh, the last movie, High Noon at Mega Mountain, was Victor Wong's last movie he ever did before he passed away. Oh, man. I mean, he the fact that he was consistent in all four movies, I very much appreciated. Because I feel like the grandfather character... Like, grounds everything. The parents were the same. And, and the parents all, were the same. All but the second one, because the parents weren't in the second one. Oh, they weren't? No, they weren't in the second one at all. What was the second one? The second one was... Oh, the, the, with the, the cowboys Indian, and Indians. The Indian reservation. Yes, 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 I wouldn't yes, necessarily yes. say cowboys. Well, they're they were, just, quote, cow- well, they was, had cowboy hats. Well, there was one in particular that dressed kind of like a cowboy. The yeah, but they were all really mean. They were all really mean, but cowboys aren't mean. Okay. That's it. That's the the name of your new country song. Cowboys aren't mean. Cowboys aren't mean. <laughs> I love it. I love They're it already. Just misunderstood. <laughs> I will buy to a uh, iTunes uh, chart near you. I will buy a hundred copies. Uh, so yeah, the boys go to their grandfather's uh, house over the summer, where he trains them as ninjas. Yeah. Um, and I will say, as a first-time viewer, because I'm just going to pepper in my first-time viewing Yes, thoughts, I, I want to hear all of your thoughts. Well, I wrote, I wrote a bunch down, but just as an overall like synopsis, I will say the fight sequences, top-notch. The, 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 like, the stunts and the fight, I should say, maybe not the fight sequences, the fight choreography yes, is I mean, it's, amazing. it's very campy, but it, yes, it's like kids That's what were, I love. Yeah, it's like the kids were actually doing it. 100%. That's what um, I mean, is that it didn't I take... I didn't get a I, chance to look, but I know at least two of them that I know for a fact actually had martial arts training, and some of them still do martial arts. So I, I, I kind of think that... All of them had some level of martial arts training, right? Involved I, I in order to, to do believe. to do these movies. I believe I have to believe that it's like they either had it previously or they had to in preparation in preparation for, the movie, for these you know? movies. But I was gonna say the fact that you brought up that it was um, like campy. That's that's what I love about it. It's campy. Uh, it's, 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 90s. And it's, it's 90s. It's 90s. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like the fight choreography is so cute because it's. Like, hardcore, like, ninja moves and stuff like that. But it's also, like, hilarious. There's, like, elements of humor in it. Right? 
like them, yeah, absolutely. you know, knocking the villains to the ground and the, vil- the Very villains. Very slapsticky yes. kind of. And the villains always have to be like bumbling idiots. Every single movie has a different group of three bumbling yeah, of idiots. Three bumbling idiots, exactly. <laughs> it, it's very, uh, what is it? Uh, I, I, I mean, the only way to describe it is kind of cookie cutter, but it's it's better than that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you mean, though, about, like, just different, the, the character tropes of each each yes, of the four movies yes. and what they all have in common. Because they have, they have, like, a list of things in common. All four movies have, you know, the three idiots, and all four movies have, like, the cute girl that they're trying to impress. Yes. Oh, but I think I will, I will say, and I think I said this last night, um, about the different, and we'll get into, the, like, details of the different girls, but... There's always like a cute girl that's their age that is either like a part of whatever they're doing or is like indirect that's, li- that's line with th- whatever they're doing. But what I appreciate about it is that they're not just like, oh, we have to go rescue this girl or, oh, you know, girls are so dumb. No, each of these four girls like help in some way. Like some of them actually fight and then some of them are like super smart and help with the like tech stuff. They they contribute. They're not like Exactly. They're not badly written girl characters. They're like strong girl like kids yeah. that are girls. I just love it. And uh another thing that I pointed out while we were watching this, there's a lot of diversity in these movies. It's not just a bunch True. of w- white people. And yeah, you could say maybe a little bit that well, why are they three white ninjas? Well, no, I feel like because it's grounded in the fact that their mom is Japanese and their grandfather is Japanese. Their, their grandfather is Japanese. And in the first movie, you see a picture of their grandmother who is not in the picture, but she was an American. Right. So their mom would essentially be... A third? A half. Half. And so they would be a quarter. Right, 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 Because right. their dad is very white. Right. So the same way that, like, I'm... Like, my mom's Filipino. I'm half Filipino. It'd be like our, our kids, kids would, would be... be a quarter Filipino. Okay. See, fractions, y'all. Yes. That's some... You know, you want to talk about movie math. That's some... <laughs> that, that, there we go. There's our movie There's math. There's our movie math. <laughs> um, so, in the first movie uh, that came out, the big baddie turns out to be an old partner of their grandfather who is an international arms dealer. <laughs> Casual. You know, so the grandfather does have very insane connections and friends it, throughout. Yeah, it, it really is. It's insane. Um, but anyway, continue. So their father, the boy's father, is an FBI agent mm-hmm. um, who is trying to take down this uh, arms dealer. And the arms dealer tries to get the grandfather to come train his army of ninjas because he trained them, but they're just not quite as good. They're missing something that he taught, you know? Right. So that's how the boys get tied up in the whole situation. The whole situation. Yeah. I still can't believe that there are like a, that someone had to like essentially choreograph this, but B that like these three at the time in the first movie, they're kind of small. You know, they're small yeah, kids. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be the butts, 8, 11, and 12, I think. Are kicking the butts of, like, grown, grown men. Grown men. <laughs> In every single one and of I these. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love this move, these movies so much is because those kids kicking adults' butts. But, like, bad <laughs> adults. And it's like... Yeah, bad guys. But it also... 
I equate it to never underestimate someone or never judge someone based on their size because guess what? Absolutely. They could be a ninja. Hundred percent. Let's put that on a on a t shirt. On a t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's like the quote from in there there's a quote from Lord of the Rings about that. That's like even the smallest of people change history. Oh, we're I, butchering that. I'm so sorry, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do know what, you, what you're talking about. Even the smallest. Oh my gosh, my dad will tell me. Dad, call in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, the first one here. I actually have. I have. What's insane about this is I have copious notes about three, and then the fourth one I was way too invested in. You were way in. too invested in because I, <laughs> I, I didn't I told take you any notes. The fourth one was the one I remember watching the most, and the fourth one is probably my favorite, and we'll get to why right. uh, when we start talking more about that one. I do feel like that one was the most action-packed, maybe because it was in a theme park. That Yeah. You know, the setting of it. So... The first movie. Let me let me hear what you what your thoughts are on the okay. first one. So I did write. This is like one of my first bullet points. Is like quote first time viewer, <laughs> um, very charming. The whole the whole lot of it is very very charming story wise, very well written. I just I was invested immediately because it was one of those. What it felt like to me is like the movies that I grew up watching, like. Something with a similar plot to this that I still cannot believe that I have had never heard of this because it was right up my alley. Um, that it it was like nostalgia. A yeah yeah. And B it was it was. Um, I said what did I say? Oh okay, <laughs> the kids acting. I would say in all four is very endearing and very sweet, and yes. I love it. I absolutely love and it. I'm gonna. Adults acting. <laughs> I, that's, I knew is, exactly where you were going with this because I was about to say it myself. It's it questionable. It almost seems as if the kids were doing better acting than the adults were it, at that's some point. That's what points. it felt like. That's what it felt like. And I'm like, how, why did they not get better actors for the adults? But the, some some of the time it I wasn't also bad. sometimes think is like, well, the movie's not about the adults. It's about the boys. So 100%. maybe they're like trying to be extra campy so the boys look better or 100%. something. 100%. Because but, I will say that it is billed to be like a kid's movie. And remember like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon always had the kids were smarter yes, than the adults. Yes, You know what I mean? And like, that, so I, mean, I get that. that's what kids want to see. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. What else did I say? Da, 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 da. Oh, I said several times in my notes that I can absolutely 100% see why you loved this as a kid. I just like watching it. I'm like, this is such a like Dalton movie. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I, I, I. That's. I loved. I did martial arts when I was a kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's I so many always, Dalton things in yeah, this movie. I would always watch. Like that was the thing. I would go hang out with my uncle, mm-hmm. and shout out Uncle Rusty. Shout out. Uh, and we would watch kung fu movies, like old kung fu movies. Yeah. And so I would uh, like. Just the whole ninja and martial arts thing has always been like um, super like close to my heart. Totally. I enjoyed watching that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I really enjoy these movies growing up. Yeah. Did you know that Disney acquired the distribution rights to these <gasps> but thought it was too violent? Huh. And so the filmmakers put in all the cartoon sound effects that you hear while you're watching it while they're hitting to yeah. make it more... Like kid friendly, uh, yeah. To secure a PG rating. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Can you imagine if Disney had released it? That's crazy. I feel like, um, I guess I understand why they said it was too violent. It, it was released by Disney. 
It was? Yeah. You said Disney Tristar acquired the rights, but then something happened. No? They thought, thought it was too violent, so yeah. they added oh, in Oh, I see what you mean. The sound I effects. thought you meant that they thought it was too violent, so they said, like, no. I see what you mean, though. That they added it. Um, also, so I was going to say, seemingly, maybe with the exception of a couple of people, but the cast is like, no one I really recognize from anything else. You know? Like, did you have, had you, uh, rec- had you seen like any the of these only, people before? No, the only one that I know I've seen in something else was Colt in the f- fourth movie, Michael Olasky, who mm-hmm. played uh, Rocky in two different Power Ranger series. I think he was the Red Ranger. Which is hilarious because the brother, the, his brother's name is Rocky in these movies. Yes, very, very hilarious. Weird. Uh, um, the boys in these movies, always got really close. Which I'm I, sure. I can imagine. You know, you're the youngest kid. I mean, you're the young kids, the stars of these movies, and you're the brothers, so you, you, you probably get really, really close. And you're around each other all day, every day, shooting this movie. You know, you have to get close. That's awesome. Is there uh, fun facts about some behind-the-scenes shenanigans? Uh, well, I want to hear some more of what your thoughts are, because oh. people... Um, when I, I suggested this, I've been suggesting this to Alyssa off air for several weeks. Yes, that and is true. And she has always been like, uh, uh. <laughs> Can uh. confirm. <laughs> and last week, when or two weeks ago, I guess, uh, when we were talking about what we were doing, I was like, please, can we do this? <laughs> And she was like, all right, fine. We, and I was like, well, let's announce two weeks in advance. And so we have to guarantee that it gets done. Yeah, he wanted to lock if, it in. If I didn't lock it in, I, I had a feeling it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so I want to know. I, I'm ready to hear all of what your thoughts are because okay. I, I watched it with you and I know how you were reacting. And I'm like, all right. The way you re- I, I want to know if you feel bad for reacting the way that you did. No, what do you mean feel bad, though? Well, like, for you were always like, ah, no, oh, ah, no. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. But now, looking back, are you like, well, I guess I should have given it a, 100%, a shot. 100%. 100%. And that has, been, that has been the case basically my whole life. Like, anytime anyone has get my dad, countless times, has tried to get me to watch stuff that I'm like, meh. Growing up, I was like, I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to say no, you know? And then he makes me watch it. And I love it. And it becomes my entire life. So that's essentially what happened here. Like, I knew that we were going to watch it eventually. But I'm really glad that we watched it. Because I I, I truly loved it. I thought it was charming. I thought it's it was a, very cute. It's a great family movie. 100%. It, uh, was, it was very endearing. They're all, I believe they're all PG. Um, and, yeah. it's, and it's all like slapsticky violence. There's not really any language. There's not a really any innuendo or anything going right. on with anything. Right. Um, just, really just kind of slapsticky violence. Yeah. Uh, um, I did write that um, there, the, the, ni- this is the first movie, the nineties vibe and all the costumes. Oh my gosh. It, are wonderful. Maybe in all four really. Well, but and another thing that we talked about in, um, what movie did we do? Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. You, 
all of these are 90s movies. You can tell because <laughs> every single one has montages in it. Oh, There's all the montages. montages galore. I love it. I love it so much. And they're like intense too. They're especially in these intense montages about just fighting and training going and, nuts. Oh yeah. The training. The, uh, in a, I believe it was the second one when they wreck the, uh, pizza parlor and they have to yes. do they have to work to help pay for the yes. damages and there's the montage of them like cleaning and stuff yes. like that. Oh my gosh. Lots of montages. So if you love a good montage, which we do. Yes, amazing. We did mention at the beginning that there ev- in every single one of these films there are three bumbling idiots that are the flunkies or the um what's the word minions of the main bad guys, right? There's always these three idiots. The idiots in the first movie are the best ones by far. The 90s surfer, like, robber guys are the best. The rest of the idiots in the second, third, and fourth films are so annoying, and I hate them. I was going to ask, what was your favorite group of of minions? Two, three, and four were the worst. The first ones, amazing, and chef's kiss. Yes, they were perfect. Those were the (laughs) surfers. So so in the first movie, you have the surfer dudes. Yes, I love them. In the second movie, you have the, the, quote, quote, cowboys, which honestly, to me, were the most... vicious and hostile I was any of them. gonna say the exact same thing the first time we see these men they are harassing a little girl yes like it is terrible I wrote that down for the yeah, second we'll, movie we'll I talk hated about the it. second movie in a second the third movie it was um the uh rock band oh yeah they were so dumb they yeah they were super dumb Ugh. rock band uh motif and then the yeah. third one it was just fourth. like oh yes the fourth one it was just average ordinary goofballs yeah but they had they had weird hair they all had weird wigs remember that was the fourth one only one of them had a wig the other the- two it was their real hair but it was still crazy the, in the fourth one though i swear this dude um let me see which which minion was it brendan o'brien plays zed I swear it was Joe Gatto from Impractical <laughs> Jokers. Imagine that this soundbite gets back to Joe Gatto. Oh my gosh. It's like, hey, what? Joe Gatto, if, if you're out there, uh, <laughs> first off, what's up? How's it going? Love your show. Um, second off, did you do a kid's movie in the, in the late 90s? Um, yeah, did you go looks, under the name Brandon O'Brien? Yeah, Brendan. Brendan, uh, my bad, my it bad. It looks eerily like you or maybe a cousin or something. It really is the, fa- the nose and the eyes. Yeah, the nose and the eyes look exactly like him if you take away his hair and put joe gatto's hair on it he looks or lack thereof i mean (laughs) um yeah that is that's crazy so the first movie had a tie-in video game what okay i had this in my notes to ask is there a three ninjas video game because it lends itself to kind of the video game world i feel like uh there there was i don't know much about it um, let's see. Yeah, there's there was just a, a tie-in video game, and they originally when they released it, they thought it was going to go straight to VHS. They didn't think it was going to do well. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, maybe we'll get more more of our money off of VHS rentals." But the first one was such a theatrical hit and became so popular in '90s culture uh, that the studio actually got letters from uh, karate dojos all over the country, and on average. The uh, their business, their enrollment rates increased by on average across the country ten percent. Oh my god! 
wish. Because of this movie. That's kind of cool. I mean, I would be surprised if it didn't because it was so, it was so martial arts heavy. Every single one had like insane fight sequences. Um, and I will say, I talked about how I loved like the the choreography behind all of this, this uh, these fight scenes. But I will say the fight sequences themselves, some of them lasted like a really long time. Did you feel that way? The fight sequences? Yeah. I feel like they uh, last, a couple of them lasted just a little bit too long that I was like, all right, we get maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. But again, I loved it. 100%. I, yeah. I loved the the fight sequences. They were my favorite. I mean, they're one of my favorite parts of it. Oh, I, I thought it was super duper duper impressive. And I, I loved watching them too. And I liked the comedy behind it and how everything kind of tied together. But I there were some that I was like... This is going on for a really long time. But maybe you're right. Maybe if I was more into the martial arts thing, I probably would have liked it more. So despite being the protagonists of all the films, the three boys, Rocky, Colton, Tum Tum, mm-hmm. never actually fight the main bad guy <gasps> in what? any of them. Why? Uh, Grandpa fights the... The bad guy in the first one. The slicked back hair guy. Yeah. Um, Harding, the the bad guy in the second one, yeah. doesn't fight anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third one, Grandpa fights him, and then he decides he's not going to be bad anymore. Uh-huh. And then the fourth one, she escapes. Right. Right. And gets caught on the beach later. Wow. I didn't ever realize that. The closest was, uh, and this is a, 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 we're jumping a little bit here, but. It's all right. Jim, we can jump. Jim Varney is like the the main henchman to the main villain in the fourth movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, yeah. If you, if you recognize that name, that's because that is the original voice of Slinky Dog. Yes. Please say the line. Golly, bye, bye. Thank goodness you knew what I was talking about. I love uh, you. It took me a second. I love you. Um, he was Ernest P. Worrell in the Ernest uh, f- movie franchise. Yeah, it's can like, y'all believe Jim Varney was in this? It, I, I he, love and it. And he plays a bad guy. And, and I can't, I, I couldn't watch that movie without seeing Ernest. Or hearing or Slinky hearing Dog. Or hearing Slinky Dog. And to be fair, he plays evil well. Like, he looks evil in I was going to say the exact same thing. He has a scary face. He's got a scary face in this, the mm-hmm. way they, that he did his hair and his mm-hmm. eyes and stuff like that. And he has like a, a mustache that he doesn't normally have in anything. Yes. Um, and so he definitely <laughs> looks the part of the bad guy, but I can't not see Ernest P. Worrell. And I'm just like, all right, come on, Ernest. Aren't, shouldn't you be fixing something? I know. Shouldn't Stop you be going mean. to camp or, or, or getting scared stupid or something? <laughs> or getting scared. That, that's one of his movies. Ernest I know. Scary that's Stupid. why it's funny. Th- let us know if you want to uh, do a series on the oh Ernest movies because I would love Ernest it. Series? I would love it. They, there's like six or seven of those movies. I think that's a lot to watch in a week, babe. Oh no, that'd be like when we do like two parter, two parter, something it. like that. Got it. Got it. Uh, because that's another one that I grew up watching. All of those. I love those. I don't even think that I have seen. I was more about than to say one. you. You probably haven't. I think the biggest one that was on more than anything. Uh, and it was always on like 
the ABC Family Twenty Five Days of Christmas. Yes. There was yes. Ernest Saves Christmas. Yes. It was a it was a big one that was out. I probably a lot. have seen that. And so that's probably the one that most people saw. Yeah. But man, I loved Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest in the Army, Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> Ernest Goes to Camp, like Oh man, they were Maybe also. Maybe I saw good. the camp one too. I don't the know. The camp one was good. I'll have to do some research on it, but I know that I never have never seen all of them. Anyway, back to the three ninjas. Back Again, to the three tangents, ninjas. Tangents, people. If if there's one thing we can promise is a good old fashioned tangent. We should start a um like you know how we do TMF Tuesday like whenever yeah. we release Tangent it. Tuesday. TMF tangents. <laughs> TMF tangents. Yeah, we'll make t-shirts. <laughs> um, I want to see if I have any other notes on the first one specifically. Um, I did, I can't remember why I wrote this, but in all caps, I said, get it together. Emily, stop being rude. Was the girl rude in that first one? Yeah, she, she was like the boys would do something and she would be like upset Upset about 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 something else. And Uh, he's like, well, this happened. And like, the boys are like, well, we're doing everything we can over here. And she's just like, well, thanks a lot. Yeah, the boys are like, we're eight. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I guess I, I, in all caps, I was really mad about it. Get it together, Emily. Stop being rude. She was kind of rude. So moving on to the second one. The second one, I would say, is probably the darkest. I would say it has the more more serious themes. Yeah, it has. um, Than the other three. This one centers around, again, the boys. At their grandfather's, they're driving around, and they're driving, and they see a commotion going on. And it, what it is is a protest. It's uh, a bunch of uh, Indians. I'm not sure what um, – was it creed of Indian? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not but sure what, te- what that word oh. is. Uh, what, <laughs> what, Sorry, I was sneezing. Like what kind of Indian they were, whether it was, they were – but what Creek they... or Sioux or what have you. Yeah. Um, they were protesting because um, Harding, uh, Jack Harding, uh, is dumping wastes on their land. On their land, yeah. Uh, and it's they they had signed a lease saying that he could, but then they he started dumping things that are destroying the land. Right. Uh, and so they were protesting it. Yeah, and the age-old... Um... Native American land getting stolen by the white man trope. Well, you know, that's what <laughs> they try to say. But he was like, no, you signed the lease. Right. So he didn't really steal it. They're just being uh, he's just being a big old jerk about it. Right. And I mean, dumping trash on on anyone's land would get him angry. You know what I'm yeah, especially if you're dumping things that aren't supposed to be dumping. Yeah, like they were saying like what, chemicals. Yeah, there was and all kinds of chemicals that were getting in the water and getting right. people sick. And destroying their plants. And destroying they, all their, of their gardens. Uh, and Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And so they're protesting. Uh, and so, there. I mean, a lot of this movie takes place on, I, I'm not sure if it's a real Indian reservation, but the they had it set up to look like a lot of the characters in it are Native American. Yes. Yes. Um, and so that's the main theme about this: is the boys are uh, essentially going to help um, this situation of the dumping on. Yeah. And so uh, one, not the chief, but one of the chiefs, like higher ups, um, gets kidnapped. Is it kidnapped or is it still kidnapped if it's an adult? 
I that get, seems like a weird thing to say, right? Yeah, Ad- yeah, I think you're but right. Adult nap seems even weirder. Adult to say. napped is a lot. Maybe abducted. Abducted. That's the great word. Okay, great. Abducted. Thank you. Thank you. Um, abducted and being held as because uh, there's this big court case, and this guy, his, his name uh, is Charlie, um, played by Don Shanks. Uh, he works for the mayor's office, and he has gotten hold of a disc. And when I say disc, I don't mean a, a compact disc. I no. mean, it's the 90s, people. It's a floppy disc. A floppy disc. And when I tell you I have not seen a floppy disc in I don't even know how long, and I saw it in that movie, and it was like, <gasps> I think the last time I used a floppy disc was in eighth or ninth grade. Oh, I yeah, I used them a lot in school, in that, in mm-hmm. that, like elementary, middle school. Yeah. Crazy. Craziness. Um, yeah, and turns out, like I said, there's a there's a quote cute girl in each one of these movies that the kids you know have to fall in love with and or save and or save the world with. Um, and this in this particular movie, it happens to be the chief's daughter, correct? No, no, no. It's Don. Uh, it's Charlie's daughter. It's oh, not Charlie's the not the chief. Daughter. Charlie's not the chief. Oh, but Charlie gets abducted. Charlie gets abducted. That okay, got it. Um, because he worked at the mayor's office and right. he has this information that will. Uh, basically prove everything that they've been saying is accurate right. and make it to where Harding is going to jail. Like right. he's, he's doing illegal things. Yeah. Um, and so they capture him to try to get hold of the disc. Gotcha. And so the boys actually get him, they, they save him Yeah. with the help of his daughter, Charlie's daughter. Yeah. Uh, um, they, they sneak in and, and, and set him free. I will say one of my first notes for this movie, for uh, the second movie, is insane juxtaposition between these two movies. First one was silly slash slapstick with the surfer robbers, etc. And this one is about indigenous people and their land and people dying in like all caps. <laughs> yes. It's it, a it, very it different. Very, very, it, it's a 180 almost. Yeah, 100%. I was like, okay. And, the and first movie was very campy and cheesy and fun. This one, I'm like, okay, there are some serious themes and, in the second and one. And like I said, the minions in this are way more. First off, all of them have fat chew. In. Who is this? The minions, the bad guys. Oh, oh, oh! The yes, the, the, the lackeys, the mean guys. Yeah, will. they all have fat dips in. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, Ew, did. uh, you didn't notice they were spitting all the time. They were spitting all the time. Yeah, they had big old lips and chaw in their mouth. Blech, uh, blech. So they they were all um, way more aggressive. Which part they of me is are. like. They're the most southern representative, and they're just making them all and cowboy esque, and they're making them all to be jerks. Hundred like, percent, not, tr- not all cowboys. How- yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No, I completely, I completely agree. They are definitely the most. I'm trying to think of like all four of the lackeys from the four movies, but I feel like they were the most violent. They and were the, the most, most aggressive, violent and aggressive of any of them. Maybe because they did. They weren't very good at it no because none of them are none of them are but that those those guys i feel like it almost seemed like they didn't care that they were children and the other minions kind of did and then they brought in a a a whole biker gang yeah at the end of it yeah and they didn't really care that they were kids Mm -mm. they were like we're gonna kill these kids no big no big deal oh yeah oh yeah um so Later in that movie, when they're doing the mini car chase and the kids are driving and they end up in this like ghost town. Yes. 
I may be wrong, but I swear that is the same town used in the Rob Zombie film Three from Hell. Interesting. I did. I feel like I saw it and it looked like a similar soundstage to like shows that I've seen, too. So Mm -hmm. maybe we should look that up and see. Yeah, that's another series. That's a a trilogy of films that we may have to wait a little while because that might be a bit much for you. Yeah, I don't know that that would definitely get into that. That would definitely get a E next to the podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we're ready for that. Well, I mean, we could probably we could probably make it PG. But I mean, there are the, rated movies. I was gonna say, so the movies definitely are not. Movies definitely are not. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. TBD, guys. TBD. Um, okay, I will say in the second one, the big, um, the big fight on the, I think it was like a trash compactor. What were they on? Oh yeah. Remember that? Yes. Okay. So I wrote this down. I don't know if you would agree with me. But it reminded me, and I feel like it was kind of an homage to like the classic Western fights on top of the trains, you know, when like all, you know, you in all of the like Western movies, they're all fighting on a train. Yeah. And it kind of felt like that. It it definitely looking back on it now. Yeah, I definitely can kind of see that. That, Whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. There was but there was even some like kind of like country sounding music during that part. Yeah. You know? Uh, but so I was I, like, oh, this is kind of cool. I definitely agree. Looking back on it now, that is very much like those kind of vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. I thought that they I thought that they did a really good job with it. Um, okay. Let me see. Oh, I wrote that it is super, super impressive. I know we're, we're going to talk about the fighting through the entire thing because it's about I mean, fighting. it's about yeah. being ninjas. Yeah. You know. Um, but it was so impressive to me that these kids not only had to either had already learned or had to learn martial arts, but then to go and learn fake martial arts, like how to kick and punch someone where it's not at them, where but like pulling back a little bit, either and, pulling back yeah. or hitting like an inch past their nose. Yes. But how do you learn to do that without her? I'm sure people got hurt in the training process, but it, it was super impressive for me to not only. Well, they like always say, say kids learn things a lot quicker than adults. Hundred percent, yeah. So they're sponges. Yeah, they're if, sponges. if you uh, take that into consideration, their ages and stuff, and that they were probably some somewhat learning real and the fake simultaneously, mm-hmm. it's probably a little bit easier to manage. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But I I just kept thinking like not only are they doing like ninja moves in martial arts, but they're doing it. They're doing fake martial arts so that nobody gets hurt. It's very impressive. Now, one thing we haven't mentioned yet. What about the dance sequence? Literally my next note (laughs) in all caps. This is what I said verbatim. The dance number, I can't breathe, came out of nowhere and everyone knew the steps. This is amazing. (laughs) Like, I... I wish that there was a random dance number in all four of these movies. Why does it just have to be the second one? I could not handle it. It was incredible. It was, it was, yeah, it was great. It was incredible. Around a bonfire, you know, <laughs> it was great. It was so good. It was so, so good. Here's something else very 90s about these movies, especially this one in particular because uh, they use it multiple times. Payphones. Payphones. Payphones were on every corner. They used them multiple times throughout the second movie. Mm-hmm. Shout out payphones. Shout out payphones. <laughs> if you know what that is, well, I think most people listening to our yeah, podcast give, is, give them a little bit more credit uh, than that. I think most people, yeah, yeah. I don't know that, how many uh, young young 
people are listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah. But, we got to look at our demographic. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's I think changed. most of them are around our age and a little older. I will say, I, I also wrote this 50 million times. Tum Tum continues to be my favorite of the three boys. Yes. He's my favorite, regardless of who's playing him. Because I was, I was mad that the first Tum Tum stole my, stole my freaking heart. Yep. After the first two movies, and then I was um, very hesitant to to she fall was, in love she with was. the rest when of I the cast. When I told her that uh, don't get super attached to anybody, she was like, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, there's like f- uh, they change. They change so. They much. change a lot." But I will say, Tum Tum continued to be my favorite, regardless of who was playing him. Just his character was like, I identify with <laughs> with this one. Like, and I know you said Colt was always your favorite. Colt right? was always my favorite, no matter what movie it was. So in the first three movies, it's all the same person, Max Elliott Slade. And then in the final film, uh, like I said, it was uh, Michael Olasky. Um, no matter, like, Colt was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, throughout the entire series. Yeah, that's how I felt about Tum Tum. I, I mean, I get it. And like Rocky was, was okay, was fine. You know. Rocky, I, I'm gonna say it. Uh, Michael Trainer was the best Rocky. That was the first one, right? That was the first two. Yes. The first yes! two. Um, no offense to Sean Fox or Matthew Botuchis. Uh, Both huge fans of the um, podcast. But I, I think Michael Trainer was the best Rocky. He was. He was just. I feel like he was the most natural. I feel like he was the most like in tune with the other two. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the other Rockies seem to be kind of detached. So, moving... Do you have anything else to say about oh, the second one? F- second one... Yeah, I already said I loved the fight sequences in the first movie, but in this one, I felt like they went on for a little bit too long. I felt oh, like okay, okay. that same way. Um, um, but I did say that I really liked the lessons learned in, oh, in the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. The, yeah. Le- the, the, the overall ninja lesson I appreciated. Yes. Um, there's, there is a lot of, we haven't talked about it very much up to this point, but there are a lot of life lessons to be learned throughout this. They're all kind of, uh, teaching moments that the grandfather, you know, presents them at the beginning of the movie that they don't quite grasp until the end of the movie. Absolutely. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, oh my gosh, it it clicked and it makes sense now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So moving on to the uh, third film, Three Ninjas Kickback, um, the first movie to have a new Rocky and a new Tom Tom, but right. the same cult. Right. How do, I wonder how that felt for Max Elliott's slave. I was wondering to, the same thing. To be a part of this series and to now have two new brothers. That he has to now create this new chemistry with and make it believable still and make the audience, particularly the young kids, believe that it's been these three brothers the entire time. You know, like shout out to him because he did a great job. It didn't feel forced at all. And I thought that it was going to be like having known that it was a brand new cast or not a brand new cast, but a seemingly new cast. I was kind of nervous about it, but they I mean, they still sold it to me, you know, especially for that time, that 90s, you know, movie kind of style. I definitely I definitely bought it. I bought it. Um I will say after that whole speech that I just gave, my first note is I do not accept the new Rocky and Tum Tum. So, but that was at the beginning. I kind of accepted them towards the end. One of the first notes uh, on IMDb is that Michael Trainer was unable to return as Rocky because he had quit acting. 
Wow. At this point. So he had just quit acting. Okay, Michael. Sorry to hear that. You were very talented. Um, so this film takes place primarily in Japan. That is true. We're traveling international now. Must have been so cool for them, first of all, to just get to shoot on location mm-hmm. in like all these awesome places. I feel like it's so fun. And so this is another film, uh, another step in the diversity element, like a lot of the cast in this one and in the second one, there's a lot of cast that were Native American. Mm-hmm. And this one, there's a lot of the cast that's Japanese. Yep, 100%. Um, I liked it. Or uh, I wouldn't necessarily say Japanese. I don't have a list of all the actors right, right here right, in front right. of me. Um, but they are more Asian. Yeah, true, true. Um, whether I did, it be, um, uh, because a lot of the music used in this wasn't actually Japanese, it was Korean. So Really? There, yeah, there may, there may have been um, some uh, Korean actors involved with this as well. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't realize that. Um, one of my first notes for this third movie is that I really liked that they introduced another hobby with the three boys apart from ninjas. Because the first two movies were just ninja stuff and the third one introduced baseball yes the, and i was the like boys were playing baseball i appreciate that that they have multiple hobbies it's like ninjas aren't their whole entire life you mm-hmm. know what i mean they they have other stuff going on and i kind of liked to see them playing baseball playing i was like baseball. oh this is different um so this film centers around the boys so uh their grandfather uh has a dagger that was presented to him in Japan by his grandmaster when he won a competition. Uh, and there was this big whole lore behind this sword and the dagger that was presented to him about a, a cave of gold. Um, and the boy that he defeated to earn that um, has grown up to be a tycoon, a Japanese like business tycoon who is obsessed with this uh, story that revolved around the dagger and stuff. And so there is a new tournament. And so the grandfather needs to go back to Japan to present the winner of this new tournament with the dagger that he won. It's kind of a passing of the torch kind of ceremony. So that's how they end up in Japan, why they need to go to Japan. Um, yeah. So, what are your uh, thoughts about this one? I I liked um, I liked a lot about this one. I really did. I this this one. I feel like it was really cool to see parts of the ninja competition and seeing kind of other other people taking on these fight yeah, sequences yeah. other than these three boys. You know, it was kind of cool to see everybody um, doing that. And then I loved the element of a female ninja. I was like, heck yes. Who, spoiler alert, ends up winning the whole thing. Yes, she wins the ninja competition. She's awesome. She ends up befriending the three boys and ultimately ends up helping yeah. in a lot of the, of the problems throughout the movie. Um, she was great. She might have been like, I was going to say she might be my favorite of the like four girls in the four movies, but I feel like... That's a, that's a question I'm going to ask you when we get done talking okay, about great, all the films. Okay, great, great. Okay, awesome. I'm really excited to talk so, about it. So a couple of things in this one... So, during the baseball game, yes. we see the boys doing various things throughout uh, um, the movie, or I'm sorry, the game, and it <sighs> ends up that both teams end up in a big old fight, 
and the umpire calls the game and was like, if y'all can't act but we're rescheduling this game for next week. If y'all can't act better, uh, y'all better be able to act better by then. Otherwise, right. nobody's going to have this trophy because it was a championship game. So the boys were supposed to go to Japan with their grandfather at this point. Yes. But now the game is happening the same time they're going to supposed to be gone. So they're like, oh, well, we want to do the game mm-hmm. instead. And so... Um, through various shenanigans that are hijinks that entail uh, <laughs> that we won't delve too much into, the boys end up needing to. Uh, what happens is the grandfather accidentally takes the wrong bag to Japan, so he grabs Tum Tum's bag, which is filled with candy, because that's something we haven't mentioned at this point. Tum Tum is named Tum Tum because he he won't stop eating. Yeah, which is why I love him. <laughs> <laughs> it's why he's your favorite. He's my favorite. Um, he's so cute. So the dagger is actually in Tum Tum's bag that they have in the States. So they decide that they need to go take it to Grandpa. Mm-hmm. They book they, flights. They book flights. Of their own accord so as children. I wrote this down and I looked it up. They booked three first class tickets to Tokyo. And this was supposed to be in 1994. Yes. Uh, and she said the price for that is $11,364 or something like that. Craziness. Craziness. For three youth tickets. Also, I, why I did Rocky or whoever bought the tickets choose first class? That's, that's real bougie. Why would you not choose first class if you're not paying for it? I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So I looked up what three youth first class tickets to Tokyo from LAX would be today. Yes. What? So uh, almost uh, an $8,000 price increase. $19,000 for For, a plane ticket. uh, For youth tickets, that's 12 to 17. I'm assuming once you turn 18, it goes up. That is nuts. Even though I've pretty much been the same size since I was 16. (laughs) Right. Why that makes sense, I don't know. Oh my goodness! First class is something else. I don't even. I don't. I don't even. I don't even. Um, okay. Have you ever ridden first class? I rode first class one time when I was nine years old when we went to the Philippines. I've, my I've, only time that I've been to the Philippines, and I and I rode, and it was a long flight, so it was nice. But I was nine. I, mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate it. I I've ridden first class once, and it was while we were dating. Because really? you picked me up from the airport. You <gasps> don't remember. Right. You remember this now? Yes, I remember. So now. we, I was working a job. I believe it was in Virginia, and I can't remember why I had to. We had something going on that I needed to be back for, and so they had booked a, a flight for me. But we had stayed up literally. Me and my cousin John, who owns the company I work shout for, shout out John. Uh, <laughs> shout out John. <laughs> uh, had stayed up literally all night trying to get all this stuff done before I was to leave. Yeah. Uh, just so it wouldn't swamp him. So we don't even, I think I go back to the hotel to get my bag. Right. Like I've, I've been up for like 24 hours at this point nearly. And so he, I was originally flying like coach or something, but I, I, I think, and then I think he had called and upgraded me. At some point so during nice. the night, because and so with that comes free drinks. Oh, that's right. And so at seven in the morning, <laughs> I'm having I'm having scotches 
at 30,000 feet and I get, I I get to the airport and, and you come and pick me up and you're like, have you been drinking? I'm like, yes. And and you're like, it's eight 30 in the morning. And I'm like, I don't have to work today. I can't believe I forgot that. I 100% now have this vivid memory of picking you up from the airport, you getting in my car just looking over at me with just like smiling and i'm like uh-huh. hey you're you're i mean you've been up for a long time at one point i was like maybe he's just delirious it was there was definitely some of that thrown in yeah. there as well but then we like i think i leaned in to kiss you and i was like um <laughs> <laughs> what is this and i i just like thought it was hilarious i feel like now like i feel like i even said to you if i had had that same opportunity 100 percent, i would have been pounding whiskeys 100 percent that is so funny. Yeah, I feel like I we should take another first class trip at some point in our lives because the first time well, I did it... Well, I didn't it, pay for that first class trip. That's what I'm saying. The first time that I did it, I was nine and yeah. I had no appreciation for it. And I want to go back because I would appreciate it Because you had plenty of leg room. Yes. At nine, you have plenty of leg room but no I matter where you are. But I didn't understand the weight of it. I was like, oh my God. I Now as an adult, I'm like, first class would be amazing. Yep. But as a nine-year-old, you don't care. Yep. You're just on a plane. So one thing I wrote down in this one, what's ingenuity plus ninja? Ninja Ninja-nuity. I applauded. She, you legitimately did. That was, it was amazing. That you, tied it. That we, sold it we for were, me. We were eating dinner. Yes. You put down your fork yes. and started clapping. 100%. Because it deserved it. It, it sold it for me. It sold the whole franchise for me. <laughs> Ninjanuity. I heard Ninjanuity and I said, yes, I love this. <laughs> like, it was so good. There was one other moment like that in the fourth movie and I can't remember what it is now. It's it's like a pun like that. But Ninjanuity yeah, is sure. truly the best. Truly so, the best. You can clearly tell that this movie takes place before 9-11 because the goons in this movie pretty much sneak up on a plane. They sneak onto a plane and just what, hide in the bathroom? They hide in in the lavatory. The lavatory? I can't believe that. All three of them hiding in the bathroom. Yep. Snuck onto the plane. That wouldn't happen happen, today. That wouldn't happen now, no. Couldn't happen today. That is nuts. But, I mean, those minions seriously in every movie just drove me crazy because they were so dumb they were so dumb and the surfer ones at the beginning incredible because they were at least funny they were hilarious yes the other guys they weren't even funny they were just dumb i agree you know anything else for this one let me check said that oh i did love that um i see i can't remember her name now the girl the girl in this one the Female ninja. Uh, um, G- not Joe. Mio? Mio. Mio, that sounds right. I think. Um, I loved that she uh, taught them ninja and then they taught her baseball. Yes. I loved that. Yes. I thought that was really cute. Um, yes. Her name was Mio. Okay. Played by Caroline or Caroline Junko King. Shout out. I loved her. And then I also, <laughs> I like died laughing at the fact that the boys made it in time for their baseball game and also brought their friend home. Yes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny because she played the baseball in the baseball game as well. She because caught they, the ball. Because they taught, they taught her baseball. I and loved she it. Taught her, uh, she taught them some more ninja stuff. I loved it. I, I, I loved it. The, I feel like that might have been, uh, might tie with the fourth one, but it might be my favorite of the stories. Okay. You know? Um, 
Yeah, so that's, I mean, those are basically all the notes I have because I took zero notes for the fourth one. For the fourth one. one. Okay, so (laughs) now we'll move on to the fourth one. This one was uh, my favorite, I believe, Uh, which is crazy. The last one in a series is never the best. That never happens. But for this one, to me, it was my favorite. And And I can see why. uh, I'm on IMDb. Everybody knows at this point that we uh, are checking IMDb while we do this. Yeah, it's our main source. the IMDb ratings on these movies make me sad. Oh, really? Look at that. Oh, oh right? no. Like, who is... They're terrible. IMDb Apparently 11,000 rates, but they're all wrong. Aw. Well, Anywho. I mean, it's not for everybody. Clearly, I, I had never heard of it until now, so it's not, it's not for everyone. So this one... Uh, High Noon at Mega Mountain, the fourth in this franchise. Uh, completely new Rocky Colton Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, this one centers around uh, it's Tom Tom's birthday. Yes. They're going to the Mega Mountain Amusement Park. Um, I don't believe actually exists. I was Looks kind of like King's Dominion or a Six Flags look up or something where like that. Yeah, go ahead and look up that I'll while I up. give the overview real quick. Um, and they're going to uh, Mega Mountain for Tom Tom's birthday. And uh, the main bad guy, a female this time, named Lonnie Anderson, uh, she plays Medusa, um, who is a kid-hating, uh, what's the word, criminal, I guess. Who uh, has insane outfits for no reason. Very insane um Think you you pointed this out probably correctly. Think a more trashy, trampy Dolly Parton. Yeah, I said I said Dolly Parton's trashy cousin, which like sounds bad, but because but Dolly Parton's my favorite woman in the world. Yes, I love her, but like this woman is like she's like trying to be her, but she's Dolly Store Dolly Parton. Dollar Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's Dollar Parton, y'all. I really want like somebody to make like a cartoon of like a dollar dressed as Dolly Parton. Dollar Parton. Dollar Parton. That, we could do it. We, trademark. Hashtag TM. Copyright. Oh, I'm dead. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Talk about delirious. I feel like I'm hungry. I've been eating a lot today. Um, okay, so I have I have the um, answer well, for you on where they filmed the fourth where did movie. They, film it? they filmed it in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. At El Elich. Elitch Elitch Gardens. Elitch Gardens. It's probably just a theme park from there. But that is where uh, Mega Mountain is. So alongside Lonnie Anderson, like we mentioned earlier, we have Jim Varney playing Lothar Zog. That is a name. It's a name. Mm -hmm. But a welcome addition in this movie is Hulk Hogan. None other than Hulk Hogan. Hogan. He plays who I am today, Dave Dragon. Dave Dragon, go Dave Dragon. And he is an icon in this film. I will say this fourth movie I feel like is probably the most like star-studded. Like Hulk Hogan, Jim Varney. Jim Varney, uh, Lonnie Anderson, she's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, she's been in a bunch of things. Maybe? Maybe. Um, I didn't let's know. Let's uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. She was at a night in the Roxbury. Huh. Um, yeah. I think WKRP in Cincinnati is probably her big thing. She was on that TV show. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Did not love her character in this. 
well, <laughs> but I don't I think mean, you're supposed to. She, yeah, she hates children in this. Movie. Yeah, she was gonna kill like a whole roller coaster yeah, full of kids. She, she takes so she, the point, the plot of this is she takes over this amusement park and is threatening the owner of the amusement park to give her ten million dollars or she's going to turn it into Murder Mountain, which also sounds awesome <laughs> if I'm being honest. Okay, but explain Murder Mountain though. What is she going to do to so all the rides? They've gained access to the speed controls of all the rides, and so they are just going to start up in the rides and speeding things up until or and disconnecting brakes and and turning things off and yeah, until, until chaos happens. Right. Might I say the most insane plot I have ever heard for a movie? I mean, truly evil. Like, I can't even picture the writer's room talking about, like, doing this fourth film and being like, all right, so here's my idea. This woman wants $10 million or she's just going to amp up all the roller coasters at this theme park for all these kids to die. Excuse me? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> it's yes. so crazy. Oh, my gosh. I mean, not that, like, these movies are grounded in reality anyway, but this fourth one is just, like, out of this world for me. But but that being said, it was the one that I was like the most invested in because right. it was so action packed. Like every five seconds, there was something happening. You so know what I mean? Hulk Hogan plays Dave Dragon, which yes. is a TV show in this universe, mm-hmm. which is kind of a ripoff of the Power Rangers. Totally it's has that Dave, vibe. Dave Dragon and like the Fantastic Five mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, definitely has uh, Power and, Rangers and vibes. His 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 accomplices definitely have Power Ranger vibes. Mm-hmm. And so his show is getting canceled. And so his final appearance is going to be at Mega Mountain the same day of Tum Tum's birthday. Right, and Tum Tum is obsessed with Dave Dragon. Obsessed with Dave Dragon. Loves him and uh, is super excited. And to so see him. he plays a a big part throughout this movie. I mean, talk about iconic costumes as well. Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> it's just crazy. an excuse for Hulk to not wear a shirt. Yeah, totally. Because um, this was <laughs> in the height of his, uh, well, maybe towards the tail, because it was in the late 90s, and he was really big in, like, the 80s mm-hmm. uh, and early 90s. But he was, I mean, he everybody still knew who Hulk Hogan was. He was yeah. still a big-time wrestler, um, and he was still in great shape. Now he's oh, yeah. gotten a little bit bigger, but he's still pretty, pretty yoked. Yeah. Um, Shout out Hulk yes, Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I still can't believe he was in in this movie. And he was such a like sweet character. He, he really was. It's not he doesn't play a hard like a gruff, old, a gruff yeah. guy. No, he's very like gentle. He he does a kid show and he loves the yeah. kids. Yeah, and he I mean it's it's one of my very, very favorite character tropes in all of TV and movie movie history is like the big gruff giant that is really like a teddy bear. That's my favorite thing. Like it's like it's like Hagrid who's like huge yes, yeah. but is just so sweet and gentle and I love and I loved this about Hulk Hogan's character. That's what I love is like big huge buff guys that are really just like sweet and nice, you know? So this movie the uh what you said the, the cute girl that helps him out. Yes. Uh is actually really really smart now as well in real life well no like in in the show she's not oh, oh, just yes, yes, cute yes. she she's she's a tech yes she hacks in and overrides all the controls that she the bad helps, guys have done like, like she's technology done a wise. lot of stuff yeah she's super duper smart and she helps um she's got her 
her trusty laptop where could she she can somehow connect to all of these rides. Yeah, We're just going to gloss the, over the, that. The, uh, the 90s future tech was crazy. Astounding. Like, but, she, but I do love that she was smart and that she helped contribute to the problem as opposed to being like, oh, save me. You know, she helped. And I will say she might be my favorite. I was gonna ask because we're, might be we're my to fave. that point. Who, who of your of the four girls in these movies, who your favorite? They are all. They all have such redeeming qualities, and I honestly, again, appreciate how they were written. But the fourth one was just so a was smart and and did all the tech stuff, and that was really cool. But B had like the cutest look for me in terms I of agree. like '90s looks. I think she was. Uh, she definitely is. It was my favorite. Uh, as like well. think think Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen in their heyday with I was like, gonna say and she gave a lot of Alex Mack vibes yeah, to me. Oh my gosh, Alex Mack, hundred percent with the backwards baseball hat and like she's got like the the overalls that are shorts. Yeah. And like the little the little tennis shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like they that iconic nineties vibe. I love her. And her little glasses. She's just so cute. She's definitely my fave. I don't even remember her name. What was her name? Sarah? Uh, Amanda? Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. Amanda. That's right. Um, and she moved in across the street. That's she how did it move all in. started. Yeah, that's how, how uh, um, it all... It all began. They, it all began. Yes, yes. So, any final thoughts on, on these films? I, I mean... My favorite, of course, like we've been saying, was High Noon at Mega Mountain. And we haven't talked about that one as much as the other ones. Right. Um, because I don't want to give too much of that away because I want y'all to all go and watch it. Please. Um, you can find these films. Uh, if you have a VPN, you can find these um, on Netflixes for other countries mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, they are all available to rent on Amazon Prime. Um, we had to rent a couple. We were able to find a couple on um, using a VPN. Yeah. I uh, mean, shout out ExpressVPN if y'all want to sponsor us. Yeah, that sponsor would be really us. That'd be awesome because we, we use y'all all the time. We do. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't think I have any final thoughts that I haven't already said. Just, I mean, I, I definitely should have given these movies more of a chance when you first approached me. Um, and I really, really loved them for exactly what they are. They didn't try to take themselves too seriously. They, the writing was very good. The acting was above, you know, average what, with the exception of some. Yeah. I, let's talk real quick. <laughs> High Noon Mega Mountain. Yeah. CJ. Who's CJ? The Jamaican character. No, 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 no. We're not going to, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to even acknowledge that. I'm going to get mad. <laughs> You're going to get mad. Literally the worst Jamaican so accent bad. I've ever heard. A. And I, honestly, I feel bad if this gentleman is actually is Jamaican. Is actually Jamaican. Um, but. Click on his name. Where, Maybe it'll tell you. Where was it? CJ down there. Where? Dwayne. Oh, Dwayne Carrington. Carrington. I mean, he, he even had that stereotypical Rasta hat and a terrible Jamaican accent for seemingly no reason. Zero reasons. It was never explained. And I was like, why did they do this? Why did they do this? Uh, he has not done a lot. He has four acting credits. I mean, it doesn't say where he's from. It doesn't. Like, his IMDb bio is literally the four films. These are the four films that okay. he's done. Well, the world will never know. Um, but, um, yeah. On seemingly very, very bad. If he was actually Jamaican, Sure. But but just I mean the costume department did him dirty by putting him in the Rasta in the hat. Rasta that was hat, a lot. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that was the the villains in the fourth one were just insane to me. The whole the whole ten million dollars or we'll kill yeah. a bunch of kids is yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. But I mean, I will say generally these four movies. A 10 out of 10. I loved it. I can't wait to show our kids. They're like, relatively short. I think the longest one is just over an hour and a half. I think the shortest one is just under an hour and a half. None of them are very long. They go pretty quick. They do. They're very um, fast paced. They're very fast paced. It's not, there's nothing really slow. Things are always happening. If you're into. These are great family movies. Watch them with your kids. Right. If you're, if you're into fast paced action, kid friendly movies. With like a little hint of that 90s nostalgia, you'll love this it. This is going to be perfect for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we transition into this next part, we have to warn, maybe not warn, but announce to to the people at home that I am not in charge of trivia this week and I feel helpless. <laughs> um, I feel pretty helpless too because while I was doing this, I'm like, I'm terrible at this. No. I, I'm terrible at coming up with questions. Uh, I'm great at answering them. You are great at answering um, them, but we're we're turning the tables this time because Dalton loves these movies, and this was my first viewing of these movies, so he's going to quiz me a little bit. I'm not, but sure. I'm hoping that you're going to go easy on me because this is my first viewing. Uh, I like to say yes, um, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Oh no! Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if these are too hard or not. <laughs> oh, no. I know there's a couple of easy ones, but there is definitely some tough ones. Okay. Um, well, so fingers crossed So I kind of went it based on movie, but then there's going to be a couple that are like kind of mix, mix okay. and match. Sure, sure. Uh, so what were the boys' real names? <gasps> okay. Oh, I can answer? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I know this. It's only said a couple times. Rocky is... Samuel, is that correct, or uh, do, do I have it mixed? That up? is correct. Okay. Um. Um. Who's the next one? Colt is Jeffrey. That is correct. What's t- I knew those two. What's Tum Tum? Tum Tum is okay. Samuel, Jeffrey, and Michael. That is correct. <gasps> wow. No very, way. Very impressive. Wow. Okay. I was sweating that third one, but yay. Okay, good. And so the next question was, what was their ninja names? Okay. So Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. All right. In the first movie, this one may be a little hard. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it featured for some time, but okay. if you weren't paying attention, you might have missed it. Okay. And this was the one we watched the longest ago. The longest ago, yes. In the first movie... Tum Tum, when they were at their house, when the babysitter was downstairs, uh-huh. Tum Tum was playing a video game. Okay. What was he playing? I don't know video games. It's a very... Is it, um, is it like a fighting video game? No. Shoot. It's a very common video game. Pac-Man? No. Mario. There you go. <gasps> Do you know which Mario it was? Because it literally popped up with the title on the on the TV. Mar- Super Mario? Mario... Super Mario what? Brothers? What? Eight. No, three. Oh, it was man. Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> what if I got that number right, y'all? Okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself yeah, that I you, got you it. Did, you did okay. Okay. And again, that was one that I was like, ah, this may be too tough. Um, <laughs> That's a good question, though. Who does Rocky love? Emily. Rocky, Rocky loves Emily. Emily. <laughs> 
I feel like they do sing a variation of it in all four of these movies, but the Emily one sticks in your ear. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, this one is a quote, and I want you to let me know who says it. Ooh, I love it. Okay. First we feast, then we felony. <gasps> First we feast, then we felony. One of the surfer guys? Yes. The main one? Which one? With the beard? Yes. Do you I, remember his name? I don't remember his name. No. His name was Fester. Fester. Wow, what a name. That is funny. Yes. First we feast, then we felony. They're, I mean, they continue to be hilarious to me. All right. All right. So what was the name of the bad guy in the second movie? In the second movie? The name of the bad guy in the second movie. I'm trying to picture his face. Um. Oh, um... It wasn't like turn like Turner or no. I mean it it was his last name. It was his last name. It was his last name. And it was but they said it a lot and it was all over the place. <sighs> and we said it, it a couple of times on the show. Oh no, I need a hint. Um it's not easy. Harding. There you go. Uh, okay, yes, I remember now. All right. And this one may be too hard too. Do you? Uh, <laughs> what was the chief's name? Oh, because it wasn't Charlie. Chief. It was too hard. I'm sorry. Chief. I told you I'm not great with this. No, but maybe you were too good at this, you know. But maybe, maybe you just weren't thinking about it from like the fact that it was my first time watching yeah, it and you yeah, had seen it a bunch. That might be it. That's okay. That's fine. Um, okay, what was the chief's name? Round Creek. I would never have guessed that. Okay, Round Creek. Who distracts Rocky while he's pitching? <gasps> Who distracts Rocky while he's pitching? It's not Emily? No, because she was in the first movie. Oh, this is the this second is movie. The I'm, third sorry, movie. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Oh, we're third. Running through the third baseball. Movie when we're playing baseball. Baseball, baseball. Who distracts Rocky? They say her name a bunch. Oh, it's that she's got like a last name like Desario or Diario. Close. DeMarco. Oh my gosh. They do say it a bunch. She was cute too. Allison? Allie? Am I close at all? Lisa DiMarini. Lisa DiMarino. Ugh. See, I was right kind of with the last name. Yeah, you were on the right track with that last name. All right. So what does Michael throw to Sam? So what does Tum Tum throw to Rocky mm-hmm. that accidentally hits Grandpa? Oh, um, was it a lemon or like a banana? Was it a fruit? Um, it, it was a food. It was a food. It was none of, it was none of, it was not a banana or a lemon. I believe it was broccoli. Broccoli. Okay. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what does grandpa, what, uh, let me try to, this is, I, I wrote this weird oh it's okay i do that too <laughs> um 
when Grandpa is training him at the beginning, of, I can't remember which movie this is, but he says two things. He says, never fight a battle unless you are sure you can win. And what is the other thing he says? Ooh. Um, that, that first quote is in the first movie. Okay, well, then the second quote is in the first movie as well. Okay. Um, is it the four things? No, no, no. Okay, it's not. Um, and... Ah, shoot. Give me, like, a fill in the blank. He's in a tree. And always be don't, in a tree. Don't, don't <laughs> climb a tree that's full of thorns. Oh, don't climb a tree that's full of thorns. Because he, he, he's like, ouch, ouch. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember now. See, I told, I'm telling you, I'm terrible at coming up Here's with Here's the thing. We're, is not that... gonna ha- we're not going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last time. No, here's the thing is that I love coming up with trivia questions and I'm terrible at answering trivia uh, questions. So maybe we're perfect for each other. That I think we are. Okay, great. Um, this one you might know. What is Tum Tum's favorite candy? Ooh, um, 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 ding dongs. Does not, he say not it? candy? Oh, candy, licorice. What does he always have in his hand? Wait, chocolate. It's not chocolate. No. It's not chocolate. Anything. No. What does he always have a bag of? M and That's those are chocolate Skittles. A bag of jelly beans. Jelly beans. Jelly beans. Why am I bad at this? He I'm so bad. He use them as. Things that the bad guys trip on in like every single movie. Every time I picture Tum Tum, though, he has like either chocolate hanging he, out of his or mouth licorice, or he does, but licorice. he always is carrying a bag of jelly beans because oh. he's always because in at least two different movies he's like, "Where's my jelly beans?" Oh, okay, got it. You're right. You're right. Shoot. Okay. In the first movie, yes, the three robbers are looking. At a full-length spread in a magazine. What are they looking at? Oh. It's a picture of something. A surfboard. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Thank it's, goodness. It's supposed to make you think they're looking at something else because, you know, they have surfboard. the magazine turned sideways yes. and everything. And then they flip to it and it's just a surfboard. Oh, my gosh. Thank goodness I remembered that. All right. I believe that was That's the last it? of my, my <sighs> questions. Like okay, I said, that was I'm stressful. terrible at it, and I'm sorry. No, it's okay, because I'm terrible at answering the questions, so I'm also sorry. That stressed me out. I promise that uh, in the in the following weeks, we will right these wrongs and turn the tables back. We, we, the, we will, uh, what, what do they say? Uh, something about getting the world back on track or whatever. Oh, yeah. The Yes, I know what you're. I know what you're saying, but I can't think of the phrase. We're hungry. We're y'all. so it's, hungry. It's almost dinner time. <laughs> We're, we we've been thinking about Chick Fil A since we started this yes. podcast. Uh, so, should you want to tell them what we're doing next week? Um, yes, I'm super super excited. I um. I decided that after watching these four, um, three ninjas movies, even though I loved them a lot, a lot, a lot, I have earned the right to pick next week's that is true um but i don't think that i got any fight from you because i feel like you like this movie too because and yeah 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 so um we are doing next week uh i was gonna say our first musical but that's totally not true not true absolutely not true um maybe our first more contemporary musical 
Um, yeah, I'd say that. We are doing Mama Mia, and I'm so excited about it. And I was saying today that it's a really good like summer film, so I'm glad we're doing it in the summer. I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so excited. And with Mama Mia, we will also be kind of diving into our first music, music episode. Yeah, we will be discussing the band that prompted those musicals, and that is the Swedish pop group ABBA. I'm so we'll, excited. We'll do a little deep dive into their history and what they've done for the world. Yes, I'm super excited about both of these. I'm sure, I don't know if I, I we can talk offline about this, but are we also talking about Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again? Or are we just going to acknowledge that that doesn't exist? I'll let you decide that. Okay. If, maybe if we you can, would like to watch both of them and discuss both of them, we definitely can. Maybe we can talk a little bit about the second one. I don't know. I have gripes with the second one, but we'll get into it next week. Um, but I'm so excited to be talking about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite musicals. Um, you have a lot of those. I have so many, but I, I do. I truly do love this one. And maybe, maybe this is one of my favorite movie musicals because they did a good job with the movie. Mm. Um, anyways, come on back for Mama Mia next week. I'm super excited. And thank you, as always, for listening to this week's episode. Check out The Three Ninjas. Let us know what you think. Yes, please. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the magic fandom podcast that is correct um and please um if you have any ideas for a uh, future episode or if you want to talk about this episode feel free to email us at magicfandompod at gmail.com um and as always we so appreciate your leaving us reviews and ratings on all of that good stuff on apple music please continue to do so because that really does help our um our podcast reach more ears so um, I'm going to look to see real quick if we have any new reviews that we can shout some people out. But I don't know that we do. I am not sure. Um, let's see. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's our intro music. Um, okay. We have. Oh, my gosh. We do. We do have a new one. Let me see if we have. Yeah, we have one new one. Ah, okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, this is from user Hanana12. I wonder who that could be. Hanana. Hanana? Hanana12. Uh, shout out, Hanana. Whoever you are, wink, wink. Um, all right. Do you want to read it or should I read it? I'll read it. Okay, go for it. I love this pod. I learned so many things. I love the trivia, and I also love yelling in my car when they leave something out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Laughing, crying emoji. I even love the episodes where I've never seen what they're talking about. Def recommend to any and all movie slash TV lovers. Ah, oh, I love that. That's so nice. Um, thank you very much for that. Um, and I really, really, really appreciate it. That's so sweet. Um, yeah. So I think that's about it. Anything else? I think else? that wraps up another episode. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening in. We love you guys and. Don't forget to come back next time. Yes. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Bye-bye now, y'all. Bye.